0: I think that rhymes. How are you doing tonight? We're going to do a lot of talking tonight, but I mean, I want to talk to the audience. So you call me because I want to talk about some things. But first of all, welcome. Welcome to the show. You can call us at 281-558-5738. You come up with topics you want to talk about, I'll talk about them. But what I want to talk about, of course, we have to talk about is this Kyle Rittenhouse uh, situation, right? I mean, the jury was out for, you know, having a somewhat of a legal background myself, uh, this jury was out for like three days, and everybody was predicting if they were out for one day, it wasn't good for the defense, but then, because think about it, if you really wanted to acquit the person, you just acquit them, Uh, but this was a 30-page jury charge on these issues and they were a little bit complicated, the way it was put together. But a jury's out for three days, and then this afternoon, might have been three and a half, I'm sitting uh, back in my house, and all of a sudden it comes across the uh, TV that uh, Rittenhouse is acquitted. And then I start hearing all the people complaining. Oh, it's—he's a racist, always oh, a white supremacist, always oh, a vigilante. Oh, it's horrible. He's the devil, and all these complaints about Rittenhouse, when a jury has taken two weeks, approximately in three days, to evaluate the jury uh, submission, and consider the issues, while there are protests going on outside, while the judge is being uh, called everything but. But uh, a saint, in uh, by by email, Twitter, letter, everything the the judge was getting. Truth is, I don't think the judge did a bad job at all. I think he did a good job. He kept everybody between the bumpers. He didn't rule on the motion to dismiss the case because of the holding back of evidence uh, by the prosecution. Uh, who knows what he would have done had Rittenhouse been convicted because that was a big no-no, uh, it really prejudiced uh, Rittenhouse's defense. And so, I mean, I mean, uh, the, the system worked, and this is one of the things that I keep talking about, and we can flip over from system to system, but in the legal system, the system works. On the civil side, when they had that crazy McDonald coffee cup case, the woman did get injured, and she got she, you know, very high award was given. But eventually, I don't know exactly what that case resolved for, but I think it was like two hundred and fifty grand. But she was burned. Now, the system works. The problem is we have to let the system work. You can't have a system and a rule of law if you don't abide by the rule of law. Now, the one thing that Joe Biden said today was, while well, he disagreed with the jury verdict, he said you got to abide by the, by the ruling of the jury. We'll see if they always say that in the future, in case there's any other developments, uh, perhaps more close to home. But, 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 but the question, the system works. Even if Rittenhouse was convicted, he would have an appeal. Uh, and 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 the point is that that's the beauty of the American system now i was at a i was at a legal event last night where two senior members of the civil bar were, were getting awards uh for uh lifetime achievement and one of them i had spent some time with the day before and we happened to run into some fella that looked like Drago in the rocky movie okay i mean this guy had he had guns on him, like, I mean, I'm talking about his, his arms, okay? I'm not talking about real guns. But he, did, he had guns on his on his arms that were huge. He had a flat top, blonde hair. I mean, he looked Russian. He looked like Drago in, in the Rocky movie. And he heard us talking, and he came over and said, I, he said, I want to meet you. You're lawyers. And the other guy said, yeah, we're lawyers. And he said, uh, he said, "I just want to thank you." He goes, "I'm from Russia. The one great thing about America is that you have laws, you have courts, and you have, you have a system that actually allows people to go to court and present their grievances." This was a beauty of coming to the United States of America, and you know we reflected on that. And the fellow, one of the the fellow who was talking to him, I was sitting there. Uh, basically, it was taking it him in the... He's 82 years old and he basically took it to heart and in his speech that night he referenced that by simply saying that you know despite what everybody says about the law profession and lawyers cuz I mean I don't like lawyers they're really annoying and to talk to on a on a personal basis except the old ones who know that they're not as good as people think they are so they've learned that okay they learned some humility along the way um but the lawyers are the only thing that stand on behalf of citizens, small companies, and individuals like Rittenhouse who get accused wrongly and prosecuted wrongly by the system. And so, and so uh, this particular case here now, I mean, you've got a guy who was never associated with a, rights, uh, with a, a white supremacist organization. The people that that were involved in the confrontation were not people of color. They were white. They were white people, and they basically had rap sheets. They were loaded. They had guns. One of them had a Glock and pulled it on Rittenhouse. You've got all of this going on, and yes, in a minute I'm going to talk about constitutional convention with Al from the West Side. But the legal system works, and the Constitutional Convention would work. But this is why we named the show tonight Build Back Better or Make America Great Again. That's the question, because the issue is, what is wrong with our system of government? What is wrong with our legal system? It's only people who don't appreciate the historic and beautiful nature of what we do in terms of our legal system— and our and our system of voting, it, that that uh, that we play with it, and and these people that want to build back better, don't only want to destroy the Constitution of the United States, don't only want to contradict and destroy the legal system. Then who would be judge? Who would be jury? Who better than twelve citizens to evaluate you and then a check on it in case the in case there was some kind of inequity, by a legal process of at least one, two, or three different courts of appeals, all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. The system is so balanced. I mean, obviously, the framers of this country were inspired by a higher calling. They were inspired to create this country. And for us to say we can make a more perfect union than the United States of America, I mean... I'm always for trying to reach perfection, which we never will on the face of the earth. But I can tell you, looking around the world, I've never seen a better system that provided more equities, not inequities, equities for more people and more diverse people than the United States of America. And and that's the truth of it. And so Rittenhouse got his day in court. I don't think that he's a hero uh, in a sense. I mean, I I, I think that he, you know— I wouldn't want my kid or yours to be at 17 to be walking down the street in the middle of a riot carrying a long gun. It's kind of like asking for trouble, even though you may not want to shoot anybody. It's kind of like advertising that you want to do it. And with all those nuts that were on the streets that were like burning up buildings and just wanted anarchy and were willing to to do anything to anybody, it was a... It was almost it was like an accident waiting to happen. The truth is, Rittenhouse should learn his lesson on that. There's other ways to deal with these issues than walking down the streets with a long gun. But there's but there's um, and that the system is set up for that. Now the system can fail, and we've seen it begin to fail. Now I'm not against protecting your property and your family with your firearms. That's what the Second Amendment's for. But I'm, you know, I do think that there are issues when it comes to these public situations which must be handled by the civil authorities, and then if not, the citizenry can protect itself. But you have to be, there's a fine line there with regard to all of that. Anyway, let's take Al on line uh, one there on the west side. He wants to talk about the Constitutional Convention. Hey, Al, how you doing? Frank, it's good to talk to you, Um, Topic. Um,
2: you, I, rem, I remember some of the strong feelings I had in my teens, and I, I
0: think it's. Hey Al, you're yes. you're breaking up a little. Uh, okay, can, you, okay. can you can you can you call right back, and and Steve will pick you right up. let me, let me try it again. Is that any better? Uh, no, you're getting.
2: All right, let me try. I just yeah, put that's a, good. I just put another go. dime in the slot.
0: You, you're good. You're good. I didn't think they had those phones anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not a dime the last time I had, but it <laughs> oh, might have been right. a quarter. That's right. It's been a quarter for a long time, hasn't it? <laughs> if they yeah. still have pay phones. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, but but yeah, the the passions. Uh, I mean, everybody should try to try to recall their youth if they're older. The. The, when you when you feel strongly about something and and it, and it happens to be uh, valid you know you can you know you can it gives you strength gives you great strength
0: I understand
2: but but back to the con- uh, <clears throat> what my real call was I get enthused when I see this terrible terrible legislation that apparently has been uh, passed by the uh, House of Representatives
0: uh. The devil's and, uh, in the details on that piece of legislation. Oh my
2: gosh! You know, Pelosi looks like she doesn't look like a weightlifter, but she must be great at twisting arms. And and it's like uh, well,
0: she's probably got uh, the 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 Feds and uh, Herbert. I mean uh, uh, Hoover. There, he's probably still <laughs> he's probably ghost. still alive and got a file on each That's one right, of them.
2: That's to The ghost of Edgar Hoover from the Federal Bureau of Investigation, you know, leaning on people.
0: Exactly. They got a personal file on each one of them, you know. Yeah.
2: (laughs) You know, that's what's funny. When you hear people talk about Lyndon Baines Johnson, how how strong a negotiator, how focused that he was, it's almost like you hate it when someone can be – you hate it when somebody's talented at their job when their job is hurting you.
0: Yeah. Well – Uh, You have to admire her ability to accomplish these things, but I don't admire—I really am disgusted. I'm disgusted with both these political parties, to be honest with you, Al, because the the Republicans could have stopped this when they were passing these bills uh, to begin with because the— other infrastructure bill that was so-called real, in, I'll call it real infrastructure, which is kind of a misnomer as well, but it did have some real infrastructure, and it was, was could have been a, a used as a blockade to preventing them from doing this, and the Republicans allowed those bills to be tethered, and so it uh, went over to the House. And so uh, the House passed it and then the Senate got it and then they did this reconciliation process and it was a way to sidestep the issue. And it's just disgusting to me because, uh, you know, I've I've, I've talked about it before, it's like I call it a kabuki dance because they're all dancing in shadows with themselves and they all know what the next step is and they all know what the end product's going to be here. I doubt Joe Manchin's going to stay strong on this. He's going to talk a big game, and he's going to—he's he's done a lot of things to get it down. But I'm sure they had this orchestrated for three weeks.
2: And it's, you hate—you uh, you, kind of wonder what in the world they have on Joe Manchin. Well, <laughs> they're bound to have found something when he was a teenager that he did wrong.
0: Well, I'm sure that I'm sure that. But I mean, I mean, he—I don't understand him because he's from a coal state, and he was from the coal business. I've been told. Because I was trying to figure out how he got that big boat, and he drives around in a Maserati, and I don't know that there are that oh, many.
2: Frank, just because he didn't go to law school, some people make money otherwise.
0: Yeah, I know, but that, but but <laughs> I mean, I mean, hell, <laughs> just I, kidding, Frank. I, no, no, that's okay. But I mean, I drive around in a jeep, okay? I got I got a jeep, and I like <laughs> I like that, okay? I'm not I'm not but, complaining about making the money.
2: Yeah, but uh, but here's what here's the thing. Back to the constitutional convention. Yeah. Um. People most people need time to develop great expertise. And if we have a constitutional convention, if we limit our terms that someone can be in elected office, Frank. Yep. You know, hopefully we're reducing the time that someone like Nancy Pelosi could get to where she can twist arms just by looking across the
0: across the room. Right, but then you're gonna have to ask yourself this, Al. How many of those Republicans that call themselves Republicans really want to have limited terms themselves? Many of them have been in there for a long time. No, no, and,
2: no, 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 no. They don't get a vote,
0: or they don't get any more
2: vote than any other citizen. I'm I'm talking about the convention of states.
0: I know, but 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 they're going to have an influence on the on the. I know what you're talking about, but they're going to have an influence on the states uh, getting the uh, vote for the constitutional convention on the ballot. I mean, if you got guys like I mean, for instance, we got long-term senators, we got long-term all kinds of congressmen and all the rest, and they got a lot of political influence in terms of what goes on the ballot and off. This is well, a, we
2: well, we got the people, Frank. Yes, we, got we the do people, have the people, and we, and we you know the people, especially when um, and and I'm not I'm not a person that that reads a good book, but there's something about when things get really bad, the people push away their leaders. They change leaders. And what I hope is that this is bad enough that when we have the next election that most of the folks that are Democrats stay home.
0: Well, we've seen this, Al. We've seen this in uh, Virginia, right? Yes. And we saw it real, really in New Jersey. It was such a close election. Yes. It gave that guy no chance. And I'll tell you this. We're seeing it in South Texas where we have uh, basically had a, a Democratic electorate among uh, the Latino population in South Texas and Star County and uh, Hidalgo and some of these other counties. Yep, yep. And they came, and one of them switched, I forget which one it was, not one of those two, another one, county switched and voted for Trump in the last election. And the other two were very close. Yep. And so because people are beginning to vote, not for parties, but on their own values. I don't think that, that the people, the one thing about Trump is, what he did, whether you like him or not, he awakened people to to look at parties not as parties anymore, to, but to vote on issues like on on yes yes on American yeah. issues, yeah. make you America. Know, a a, a ma- ton of
2: people, a ton of people fussing and and, and crying, moan about what what trump says right but if you if you drag that person to look at some list or make a list for that person about what trump did that's good for the country exactly that person just doesn't have any argument against that. and
0: also what they were arguing about was not necessarily what trump said but was how he said it okay it was it was his uh i've heard it so many times his demeanor he's he's rough and you know he's like uh, just the way he presents, uh, it doesn't offend me at all, but the point what I'm the point I'm making is Americans are more and more becoming independent value voters, that is they vote on the values that they believe in, whether it's believing in the economy, whether it's believing in low taxes, whether it's believing in issues of uh, what's going on, excuse me, what's going on in the schools. Whether it's issues of all these issues, value issues, and that is where the American mind is right now. And I,
2: I, I'm hopeful for more and more of that. I'm hopeful for more and more people that that say that we need to we need to push back against those that would limit our life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness.
0: Absolutely, my they friend. Would, they
2: would tell our kids, "This child is good because they're black. This child is good, because, is bad because they're white." it it just doesn't it's just wrong well just it's so wrong many stuff, because if you like that that's wrong
0: well because we passed that we passed that milestone a long time ago when people were saying you're only good if you're white and you're bad if you're black okay now they want to say you're bad if you're white and you're good if you're any other color and people need to like you know apologize and make reparations that was 500 years ago, okay yeah and the, yep. and the truth is people have been so integrated and 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 nobody cares nobody cares what no. color anybody is. nobody cares there were so many people are every shade of every shade of color okay and 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 the, the strongest some of the strongest citizens that believe in these principles Al. And I know it's tough if you've been like, you know, in the United States, you know, your your whole life and basically a white dominated uh, culture for many years. But the point is, it is not those they, they don't It's like rich kids who don't appreciate where they came from. They're forsaking their tradition and their tradition is being adopted by. Uh, people of color, black folks, brown folks, yellow folks, who basically embrace the American principles because they know that no place else in the world is going to give the opportunity to the greatest number of people in the United States of America.
2: Exactly. And and, and even even though I fuss and cry and moan about, about all the bad things that happen on the southern border, on a personal level, everybody, almost everybody that's crossing the border, they're, most of them are just trying to get a better life.
0: I agree with and, and, you. And
2: you know, if they could figure out a way, if they could figure out a way to do better where they were, and I wish that could happen in more cases. Well,
0: they would stay there.
2: Yeah, exactly because you know people want to make money for themselves and for their children. Exactly. you know you you can call it capitalism and it's a wonderful thing. And and it's it's just, you know, back back to the back to the African I call it, ancestry. I call
0: it freedom. You
2: know, there's so many people, there's so many so many kids that would do a lot better if the if the man that, that fathered the, if the man that create helped create them stayed there to be their father. And that's that's so much of what's wrong in the African ancestry. Well, well,
0: I mean, oh. in, in that regard, the system basically corrupted the system. They, corru- oh, exactly. they corrupted the system because they created, basically, a, you know, a, a circumstance in the inner cities where it paid not to maintain nuclear yeah, families. Yeah,
2: it's so sad because I, I honestly believe that Bain, President Lyndon Baines Johnson, I, I just don't think he meant to create no. a, a society where it wasn't it wasn't kind of focused on the family. He was a, I think in many ways, I mean, there's lots of reasons to be critical of him, but I don't think he wanted fatherlessness, and somehow he no. got prostituted into what it is now, and it, it, it needs to, everybody needs to try to fix that.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, after all, he had all those birds, you know? <laughs> <Lady>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Al, i got to run, but thank you tonight. I enjoyed the conversation, you, my friend. We're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and talk to Tracy.
2: The Voice of Texas, AM
3: 700, KSEV. This is Kevin O'Hara with O'Hara and Company Real Estate. Our country's founding fathers drafted a document that is the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their powers from the consent of the government. My friends at O'Hare & Company Real Estate, we believe we're at our precipice in time where we must take back our country. We must stand up for our freedoms or lose them forever. Please don't sit idle and let it slip away. Don't let anyone force you to do something you choose not to. As JFK said, if not us, who? If not now, when? If you're looking to buy or sell real estate, give O'Hare and Company Real Estate a call at 281-373-3393. 281-373-3393, or look us up on the web at O'HaraRE.com. I'm Kevin O'Hara. God bless America, and God bless Texas. Do you have cracks in your sheetrock, doors sticking? You may have foundation failure. If so, we can fix it. 832-515-3581. This is Mike Calvert with Noble Foundation Repair. We've been helping homeowners throughout the Gulf Coast region for over 30 years. At Noble Foundation Repair, we use the original permapile system to come comes with a lifetime transferable warranty. Call me at 832-515-3581 for your free estimate or visit my website, noblefoundationrepair.com.
1: For many years, the Pine Box has been helping families gain insight into the often confusing and extremely expensive task of arranging a loved one's funeral. I have worked with Pine Box in the death of two family members because I know I can trust Chip Beresford at the Pine Box. He's the owner. To be sure that he walks me through that process and that I am prepared for the funeral and that I get the quality I seek without breaking the budget because it's a very difficult thing. No one wants to feel like a cheapskate handling a funeral of a loved one, but you also can't afford to go broke either. You know, funerals are statistically the third largest expense in someone's life. The Pine Box sells the same caskets and funeral merchandise that is offered at funeral homes, but at a tremendous savings, and delivery is immediate and free within the Houston area. Stop by one of the three Houston locations or visit their website, thepinebox.com, or call CHIP directly at 1-888-PINEBOX. That's 1-888-PINEBOX. I trusted them, and you can. The Pine Box.
2: KSEV and its
4: advertisers want to thank you, the listeners, for all your continued support. Without you supporting our advertisers, there would not be a Voice of Texas. We stand behind our clients, and if you're looking to
1: boost and grow your business, join the great team at KSEV and its loyal audience
4: by calling a member of our sales staff at 281-588-4800. That's 281-588-4800. KSEV, loyal listeners and dependable advertisers are the Voice of Texas.
2: Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's
0: 281-558-KSEV. It's
4: bringing bring Texas early tonight.
0: That justice is one thing you can always find. You gotta saddle up your horse. You gotta draw hard lines smoke will sing a victory tour, and we'll all be back at the local saloon we'll raise up our glasses against evil forces and whiskey for my man be for my horses
2: singing whiskey
0: for my man be for my horses yeah yeah, let's take Tracy there on line two. Hi, Tracy.
5: Oh, I'm riled up, Frank. i All make right, it Let, let's talk. You, you, you okay. don't need to be
0: fast. Let's talk.
5: All right. So <laughs> Al called in about the Convention of States. That's great. The movement is growing. That's your hot yeah. topic. I knew that. Yes, it is. But. You made a misstatement. Congress cannot keep this from happening. Oh, I know. It's the state, it's 34 state legislatures. I know. Can call a convention of states. I know. And we're gonna have a limited uh, agenda of uh, limit uh, terms and have a balanced budget. Well, which of course would not allow passing the Build Back Better law.
0: Let me, wait, hold up. Wait wait one second there, Tracy. I just wanna just make one little correction. I didn't say that Congress could stop it. I was talking about the fact that the, the, the big guerrillas that work in Congress in terms of their financial and political power will use that on the legislatures to stop it. Because, you see, the political influence from these guys and women that are in Congress and in the Senate uh, – they they have huge political influence on the state legislature, and they have huge political influence on the governor. Their their parties all tied in together, and they will influence them because they can dole out money, and they can get people. But they
5: don't dole out much money to the state legislatures. Maybe in Texas, no, the but votes, not
0: the, the 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 elections. Oh, yeah, that's all right. Now, I mean, we 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 everybody in Texas is elected, and everybody collects money. So they anyway, that's what I'm saying is a pervasive money trail. But go ahead.
5: All right. So then let's look at this uh, Kyle Rittenhouse thing. The people who are still going on about him being a, a white supremacist did not watch the trial. Yeah, I know. And neither did President Biden. Of course, he was under anesthesia during that crazy time when Kamala Harris was empowered to be the president while he had his uh colonoscopy. Yeah, I
0: think he was having uh, ro- 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 a Ruder and he,
5: and he just praised the jury <laughs> and said the jury has spoken, but then his handlers got a hold of him and said, you're going to piss off your base. You got to come out there and say you're angry. And so he just does what he's told.
0: We understand that <laughs> the fact that the, the, the fact day, that he, he would go for Colin Osby on his birthday tells me the man's out of his mind. <laughs> I mean, happy birthday! Bend <laughs> over and grab your ankles. You know, I mean, it does. Let's celebrate. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, that's how well, i
5: Makes you wonder because it was an unexpected physical. Whoa. So maybe there he's got some little symptoms.
0: <clears throat> maybe his Chinese chip went out of whack. <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay, so then on your Facebook, I posted a couple of things. There's okay. a fabulous, the best explanation ever about COVID and Fauci is on Blaze TV on YouTube, and it's called Crimes or Cover Up, Exposing the World's Most Dangerous Lie. And it includes the 154-page contract with the U.S. government. And China to do gain-of-function research that now Senator Rand Paul is investigating, and it has the contract for how the U.S. government is partnered with Moderna on the and and this goes back to 2004 at least. So that's worth watching. 170,000 people have watched it since yesterday. So wow. it's it's really a good one. Yeah. And then yesterday, the U.S. government. Gave Pfizer five billion dollars, of course, to buy their first doses of their uh, new treatment for COVID. That is does not require a vaccine. So this would be of interest to you, Frank. Mm-hmm. That if you take it within the first five days of symptoms, it is eighty nine percent effective.
0: Well, what's it, in, it? what's of, in it? What's
5: oh, in it? Who you got to pass it to know what's in it?
0: No, 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 what's in the pill? I mean, you know, I mean, they might have the same weird stuff in the pill that they have in the jab. <laughs> I well, don't know.
5: no, it does not. No, it does not have RNA stuff that has to come through an injection.
0: OK, this I didn't not. I don't know one way or the other. All yeah. I know is it makes me nervous. Oh, all on
5: on me that Lays TV uh, on YouTube, uh, remdesivir is the one treatment that the government did not outlaw. And guess who owns that? is uh it's either pfizer or moderna Hmm. so that's why they didn't go after that one
0: sure Uh, but
5: if you bought this new treatment it was supposed to come out next april but the government maybe has realized i mean look at this weekend when all the tsa guys 40 percent of the TSA guys are not vaccinated, right. and we're going into Thanksgiving week. Can you imagine the lines at the airport when they aren't allowed to work?
0: Yeah, sure, but this is Build Back Better. This is what I'm talking about. They don't want to build back better. <laughs> they they just want to destroy everything. They would like America to stop. They want America to pay pay gazillions of dollars for gasoline. They want America to be weak because if that is the case, then they can create a more not a more perfect union but a more Soviet union hmm. and so I mean, yeah. <laughs> of the uh, of the world <laughs> the of the world
5: society yeah uh,
0: yes yes and, and I mean the, the point is you know we look at we look at China that's why you know I don't really criticize the Chinese that much because when we criticize them they say look in the mirror and the truth is when the Chinese if you listen to the Chinese you know obviously they're 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 competitors and obviously they're worldwide uh, enemies, I call them enemies because they are adverse to us on a number of different levels, you know, they're not friendly toward us, they want to supplant us both economically and militarily, but if you listen to their words, they're not always wrong, there's an element of truth in what they're saying. When they said the United States caused the uh, epidemic, you know, they talk in riddles, but they basically are maybe correct. Because of what happened I with that uh, gain of function uh, situation with EcoHealth Alliance and Dr. Dadzik. And then we had, uh, you know, the UTMB guy, the head of that facility, uh, Dr. Le LeDuc. And I don't know, uh, again, whether he's a Peking duck, Shanghai duck, a crispy duck, but I know he ain't. <laughs> He ain't a. He, like he, he He's not. Like he's a laduck, but he—I know he is not an American duck that you could get down in the bayous of Louisiana. I tell you that much. He ain't no John. Uh, he ain't no Carvel duck. I will tell you that. Uh, anyway, my point is, um, that the country has been corrupted that way, but we're seeing Tracy because of people like you, and and actually, you know, there's been there's a number of women. Uh, that listen to the show regularly, uh, including Sharon and and Heidi and some others uh, that listen to the show on a regular basis and film, you know, send information on are diligent about reading. this grassroots level of what you're talking about, the Convention of States, just talking about it and pushing it, uh, talking about it on the local levels in terms of what's taught in the classrooms and critical race theory and all that kind of stuff. All that stuff and legislatures with regard to election laws and and making sure those are not discriminatory in any respect, but making sure that they are not discriminatory with regard to people who actually are registered to vote and have the right to vote as a citizen. Because when you let people vote fraudulently as a non-citizen, you are necessarily diluting the vote of U.S. citizens. So what would be the point of U.S. citizenship if you're you're being diluted by those who are non-U.S. citizens? That is a crime. That is election fraud. And when people say election fraud, it may not be in the classical sense of somebody stuffing the ballot box in in the sense of putting ballots in the ballot box. But if they let people who are non-U.S. citizens vote because they don't have IDs and they're just going in and voting because they have an address or a fake Social Security card, that's election fraud because it's diluting the votes of other people. That was the problem when I had with the election. I told this to Scalise last week. I said I'm disgusted that they didn't let Trump at least have that case up there in the Supreme Court, and that's why I don't like those judges that were appointed on that basis because they didn't have the nerve to stand up. They sidestepped the issue because it was just it was a, could have it was a dilution. Of U.S. citizens' votes. That's why Texas should have been able to have a case. They were saying their votes were diluted by the f- f- shenanigans that were going on in other states that didn't have voter ID, and they were letting people vote or that didn't, that weren't American citizens, or that were dead or whatever. That that dilutes, that cancels your vote if they all vote one way. So anyway, that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> you, I
5: agree. I agree. What
0: do you say, Francis
4: <laughs> No, no, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let let uh, you guys visit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm was, gonna say that, that conversation was, was, Bouncing over the board. I'm was gonna, was that, gonna,
0: that a little bit too much pinball? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah, yeah, it well, was. I kind of like that. I'm a pinball wizard, but anyway, <laughs> uh, so what else, Tracy? What else was on your mind tonight? Well,
5: I do like it when Francis weighs in. He's very smart about the economy and. And and he's not emotional of, in his arguments, so it's probably a good balance to you and me, Frank. <laughs> I'm not emotional. Well, I just talk with my hands. I mean, I'm a,
0: I'm Italian. I'm emo- yeah. I'm emotional about my pizza. <laughs> what kind of pizza is that anyway? <laughs> now,
5: did you also see this week that Bill Gates was allowed to say uh, that we need a better? He said, we need to do a better job on these vaccines because this one, this experimental one, didn't really produce the way we wanted it to. Oh, wonderful. Well, now, if we had said that, you know, Facebook would have taken it down and Twitter and all the social media. But since he's the one who actually paid for it, he's he's one of the funders of gain-of-function research. He's allowed to actually say it, but it's like he is admitting that it doesn't work very well.
0: You know, if I can slow down a little bit, since the government can't seem to get their act together, and since Biden was too chicken in t- uh, talking to, uh, uh, what's his name, the uh, prime uh, prime minister, chairman of the.
5: Xi
0: yeah, yeah, the, the oh, ping, she, whatever, Qi? she, Qi. she, 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 she or Chi? Whatever it's Xi, perhaps the only way you want to, okay? <laughs> you, you, I mean, we well, don't well, we, look, man. You can identify as a she or a he. Just yeah, say you know, what you are. I think a, he
4: identifies as a she. Are
0: you a she or a chi or a ching? Uh, you gotta ask that man. Okay, well, I don't know, but anyway, the head of the Chinese government and the head of the Chinese Communist Party, the dictator in China, he did, you know, he didn't really want to venture into the origins of the Wuhan virus. Huh. And I'm still playing around, Tracy. If I slow up just a little bit, I've been so busy on you know, trying to make a living that uh, I haven't brought this lawsuit that I'm thinking about that needs to be brought against Eco Health Alliance and UTMB because they were all dancing the minuet with the Chinese Communist Party on these issues of gain of function and other issues concerning viral research to the point where at least at UTMB there were any number of members of the Chinese Communist Party and the and of their military that were working down there in their level four lab, and they were being financed all of them by the NIH and our 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 in Cardinal Fauci was financing them all, and the biggest question I have, Tracy, on all that is, and this is what I said to a fella today actually, he he was a fella working on my air conditioning, okay and i don't think that he uh probably finished high school and he was asking me about some things and i said to him i said look i said uh, it's not about whether you uh, got a degree from harvard a phd or you got a law degree out of uh, out of any place uh, you know famous school or yale or something or it's not about that it's about common sense and common sense tells me that uh, just basic common sense tells me and makes me ask this question, why the heck would we be wanting to outsource the dangerous modification of viruses to our number one world competitor and potential enemy who has, as a matter of policy, embraced biological warfare? including using the spread of viruses by sprays and other means in order to uh, affect the population and control uh, the situation without ever having to fire a nuclear weapon or a conventional weapon or build a submarine. You know, they could use an aerosol, and all of a sudden, look what happened to the United States. We've been infected, and the economy's been changed. They use it to create what they call Build Back Better. I call it Build Back Worse. And, and uh, you know, it, 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 the question that question needs to be asked and maybe well Well, I, I want
5: you to watch that Blaze TV thing on YouTube because you will see in there that it's because the people who invest in it believe in population control <laughs> and they are fine with letting a lot of old and overweight people die. Yeah, well, how about it, this?
0: Uh, I and mean, that's why I asked that question, too, Tracy. Why was this disease? I mean, I understand the way you, on the face of it, you can say it was basically worse for older people. But this was like dogmatic. If you're 65 and older, you know you were more, very much more susceptible to the negative effects of the disease. Doesn't make any sense. Exactly. To, doesn't make any sense to me, Tracy, because if you're 60, it
5: was on purpose, Frank. Yeah, I know that. Now, now it's here's it's the a... other thing that comes out of that video: is that remember it's a designer when we were doing virus. And they, they said that all of the uh, documents were blacked out. Yes. Well, what they did is there were 26 people carbon copied on all of that uh, correspondence about what happened in the Chinese lab. Yeah. They got copies of the documents from each of the 26 people, and they could see that different people blocked out different things. And, of course, Dr. Fauci is the one that blocked out virt- whole pages. Because he was in cahoots and he did not want any of this out.
0: Yeah, but, but what, what they was, were
5: able to to reverse engineer those documents and see what was in there.
0: But what would be the point of an American head of the NIH wanting to do this with a? And he, you know, is he just so arrogant, or was? I mean, obviously, I knew it was outlawed in the U.S. by Obama and under the Trump administration. So in order to skirt this, he had to go to China. But, but does he, did he really think that this was all about, you know, doing something great for mankind? I don't think so. He had to know that these people were dabbling. And the U.S. government had to know that they were dabbling in, in bio- biological war. Not even dabbling, affirmatively developing biological warfare. Yet we provided them the seeds to do it and then return it to us. So, I mean, to me... It's well, a, James
5: Carville always said, "Follow the money." It's now you've got, a it's a know, very President malevolent Biden situation. $10 million
0: right, but this from is all, one
5: th- little project.
0: This is all. This is not. This is all what I'm talking about. This isn't Build Back Better. Ma- uh, make America Great Again means if you're going to do that research at all, you do it at Fort Detrick and, and keep it under secret wraps. If you're going to uh, do anything with regard to oil and gas, you make America sh- uh, clean and energy self-sufficient using 100 years of fossil fuels that we have in this country, while the marketplace may adjust and integrate into it other clean energy sources when they're perfected, okay? Wind or solar, I'm not against it, but I'm just saying it ought to be integrated in with what we're doing, not destroying what we're doing, crippling the country for years, and trying to then build while break it first and then try to build it. I mean, that's ridiculous. You you build it while you're still strong. You don't destroy yourself and then try to build it. It's the most stupid thing i ever heard of. It's because you have these children running the government. Ocasio-Cortez, oh, whatever the way she talks, I feel like I'm in middle school or something. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's an embarrassment. <coughs> anyway, I said, what do you have to say, Francis? I just, Thanks, Tracy. I'll
4: on that point. I mean, that's like yeah. somebody coming to you and saying, hey, Frank, I got an idea. <laughs> Your house was wasn't built right. Let's burn it to the ground. Okay? I'm not sure we're going to live in the meantime. We're going to
0: build it back better, but in the meantime, you live in a tent. Yeah, we're going to You
4: got to live over You figure out all that. We're going to burn your house down. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my oh, life. That
0: was a good way to put it. it it's, <laughs> true. <laughs> it's, just ridiculous. it's true. It's It's true. I mean it's, it is. I mean, let's let's destroy your pipelines and you can be cold in the winter time and oh. Oh, we'll oh. buy you some more oil or, or and gas from the Soviet Union, which, by the way, they can turn off at any time, particularly when they invade Ukraine. That was beautiful. We turned all of Europe onto 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 the Ukra- uh, onto Russian gas. We're turning them onto Russian gas. In the meantime, they're thinking about invading the Ukraine. And they say, you better not mess with us or we'll turn off the valve. <laughs> and then you can freeze. <laughs> you ever been in... Have you ever been in Germany in the, the winter time <laughs> a little chilly. I'd say it was O Tannenbaum for sure. I, I, I thought I thought
4: uh, Uncle Joe did a, did a wonderful thing when he outlawed pipelines and he, he, we he wanted us to quit drilling on federal land and, and all of a sudden he cuts the, the, the supply and, 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 and prices go up and he wants to organize a commission on who did this. It's like, well, why don't we just start in your office, sir? Well, what
0: we should do is have a commission where everybody has it, wears a mask with his <laughs> p- face on it, okay? To be, like, talking to himself. I mean, it doesn't make any sense, but the truth is Joe Biden historically would not have been that way. Something has happened here along the way, whether it be uh, corruption, whether it be uh, a physical impairment, uh, whether it be— uh, Compromat by opposing forces with, I mean, uh, on 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 Hunter, but something has happened where he's embraced positions that were not consistent with his history. Because even though you may not have liked him in the past, he was a moderate Democrat and he was somebody that people could do business with, like Tip O'Neill or somebody like that. Okay, but this is crazy stuff.
4: Well, let me just ask you a question. Sure. So you made the comment the other day that. When Clinton was president, we had the had a balanced budget. Yeah. Well, uh, George Bush Junior didn't come into office, and he was I think he was sworn in in January of '01. So you had zero you had zero debt. Today we're sitting on thirty trillion. So in twenty years you spent thirty trillion. This is what this government has done. And then after spending thirty trillion, which nobody can tell us where it went. They have this idea. Well, part
0: of it went to bail out the financial oh, system. Oh, okay. okay. But, 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 but
4: putting a handle on it, it it's gone. $30 trillion was spent. And then they come to the American people and say, I got a great idea. We're going to build it back better. What would you build with the $30 trillion? I mean, we gave you $30 trillion, and according to you, you didn't build anything.
0: They didn't build anything in the way of so-called infrastructure. Or, That's why they, when they use the word infrastructure, it's just another lie. But, but infrastructure what?
4: <laughs> but we hear complaints all the time. that you, 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 Well, you didn't build the the, the medical uh, prevention uh, group for all the the problems if you have a, if you have a, a pandemic. A pandemic.
0: Well, the, the, goes, the, the cupboards were bare.
4: The military was was abandoned, depleted. I mean, what did you spend the thirty trillion on? I mean, if if your wife, a, bu- a if you're, bunch
0: of silly wars, a lot of it went to that that basically never needed to be engaged. For instance, the war in Iraq never needed to be engaged. Wouldn't it have been better to keep Saddam there to fight with the Iranians instead of killing uh, U.S. Uh, oh, U.S. Okay. men and women for what? What have we accomplished there? And but, not only that, uh, Shrub didn't even keep the oil. Uh, I'm sorry, President Bush. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, my
4: my point of it: is if your wife came to you and said, "Honey, I just maxed out all of our credit cards, but I need some more money to go build back our our house better," right? I mean, this is the craziest. And the American people say, "Yeah, yeah, we can take a take a, take a trillion or two trillion. We're going to argue over the details."
0: This is madness. <laughs> yeah, it's madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let let's go build all these. <laughs> These powers, uh, these pumps for electric cars that people haven't even bought yet, and then let's make gasoline so expensive to try to force down their throat the purchase of electric cars, and then we can make China richer because they're the ones who make the batteries for the electric cars. In the meantime, we're sitting on a hundred years of oil and gas that can be operated very cleanly and. We just leave it in the ground and, and go begging around the world for, like, handouts in order to keep the, the, the system running. It's disgusting. Here's some simple, That's
4: building back better. Here's some simple math for you. There's 280 million cars in the country. <laughs> the, the most that you, Americans buy in a given year is 16 million. That's the most we buy. Okay? I think we had a record in 07. 16 million. Well, you can do the math. Everybody says, okay, I want an electric car. 16 million? How are you going to replace the 280?
0: Right. I mean, well no, you got to get rid of your cars. They're going to make it so expensive I, I, to but, run but, your but car. But you only
4: make 16 million. Again, you're going to burn your house down before you can have another one.
0: Well, yeah, you you got to sell your car that you just bought that you're still paying off, okay, making payments on, at a loss in order to try to buy an electric car more expensively so that then you can deal with all of that. And then the in, the grid that's supposed to support all of that is it, not is broken. So you got to fix all of that. And then there aren't enough pumping stages around. And so, I mean, how does all this work unless it develops over time and it's natural so that it just flows, so to speak? No. Well, let's intended. just
4: assume, and I, and, I, and I use the word assume lightly because I, as I, it's, it's more factual than that, but let's just assume that to, for everybody to go to electric cars, you have to double the electrical grid system. It took 100-plus years to build the current
0: system. And it's broken. And it's
4: broken. Now we have to double it, but we're going to do that in, what, seven 10 I mean these people have never picked up a wrench they've never
0: built anything they, they, or made, they never ran anything
4: they, they never they they couldn't run a lemonade stand and they're trying to dictate to the people what we're supposed to do after we already said it, look it took us a hundred years to build what you got and now you want us to build it in in some fictitious number
0: they have no clue <laughs> it is well, not only like that Who's going to fix the roads for these electric cars? You're going to have to have asphalt, aren't you? I mean, well, where does that come from? In that oil? I mean, in that oil, that's heavy tar, okay? And what about cement? You got the problem with that too. There's a. And what are we supposed to drive on? Then dirt roads? Well, that would be great for Beto because he likes to eat magic dirt.
4: Well, well, you, well you made the you made the comment not to get on Beto, but you know the guy asked to go sell his gasoline or diesel car to somebody who's gonna buy it? They can't buy it. One of the reasons what are gonna do one with them? of the
0: reasons why we can't get the goods off the docks in California is because they passed laws and they said you can't use any eighteen wheelers that are older than what, twenty eleven I think or something like that. So all these truckers won't are not allowed to go and haul containers and the trucks are perfectly fine. They operated most of the other states. And you know, give me a break. I mean what are we gonna do here? Heck uh, and this is the other thing: Why is there a shortage of turkeys? We're coming up on Thanksgiving. There's so many turkeys up in Congress that Absolutely. sit there. And, and <laughs> I mean, there's no shortage of turkeys in our government. But more importantly, on a practical basis, turkeys aren't grown in China. They're not in. They're not in containers. The turkeys are like down down in the country here, man. We got plenty of turkeys. I don't understand. This is that. That's a ripoff. That's all BS. No turkeys. Are you kidding me? And then doubling and quadrupling the price of turkeys because because we're building back better because the price of fuel went up so we got to triple the price <laughs> of the turkey. I'm gonna grow turkeys in my yard and you know I, but I like them too much I'd never kill them if I met them.
4: You got neighbors?
0: Uh, well, Yeah, and there's a bunch of them. Anyway, it's good talking to you this Friday. It Was great speaking with you. Give us a call next week and I hope to. You have a great weekend and, uh, with your families or whatever you're doing, your loved ones and. We'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Have a great one.
1: You are listening to Frankly Talking here on 700 AM KSEV. Listen us next week, like every Friday at 6 p.m. on Frankly Talking, a radio show for Texas with your host, Frank Spagnoletti.